ministry of Bible Fellowship Church. Let's Talk is designed to give you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Have you ever noticed that there are certain passages of Scripture that we immediately associate with a particular topic? For example, Hebrews 11. It's known as the faith chapter, with its list of Old Testament patriarchs such as Abraham, Isaac, and Moses, and their examples of mighty faith. Isn't it interesting that this chapter includes two women, Sarah, the wife of Abraham, and Rahab, who to some might seem a bit unlikely to be included here. Today, we'll take a closer look at Rahab, this woman of faith, who is also an example of hope. We first meet Rahab in Joshua 2, where we learn that two Hebrew men had been sent by Joshua to spy out the land where they were headed. The men were given instructions to pay special attention to the city of Jericho. Rahab, who lived in Jericho, provided a hiding place and then a means of escape for these two Hebrew spies. We learn in Joshua 2 that Rahab knew that the God of the Hebrews had dried up the Red Sea so that they could pass through, and had also given them remarkable military victories. In verse 11, we find these words from Rahab, For the Lord your God, he is God in the heavens above and on the earth beneath. She recognized that these men worshipped no ordinary idol, but the God of miracles. Certainly, this influenced her decision to hide the spies and then provide a cord, a scarlet cord, as a means of escape when their lives were in danger. While the cord was a literal means of escape, there's something much deeper being communicated, because the same Hebrew word used here for cord also means hope. Isn't that remarkable? Rahab provided a cord that was literally the hope of life for these two men. It was that cord lowered from a window in her house that provided the means of escape and allowed them to live. Interestingly, we also find that this same cord would be the means of hope for Rahab and her family later when the Hebrews returned to to destroy Jericho. In verse 18, we read the instructions the two Hebrew spies gave to Rahab. Behold, when we come into the land, you shall tie this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down, and you shall gather into your house your father and mother and your brothers and all your father's household. Scripture reveals that she followed these instructions and tied the scarlet cord in the window just as directed. Joshua, the two Hebrew spies, and most importantly God, did not forget about Rahab. The account of the fall of Jericho is in Joshua 6, where we find these words. But to the two men who had spied out the land, Joshua said, Go into the prostitute's house and bring out from there the woman and all who belonged to her, as you swore to her. So the young men who had been spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and mother and brothers and all who belonged to her. And they brought all her relatives and put them outside the camp of Israel. And they burned the city with fire and everything in it. Only the silver and gold and the vessels of bronze and of iron they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. But Rahab the prostitute and her father's household and all who belonged to her, Joshua saved alive. And she lived in Israel to this day because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. 
Amazingly, the story doesn't stop there. Scripture reveals that Rahab not only lived in Israel, but she went on to become the mother of Boaz, the kinsman redeemer who married Ruth. Ruth and Boaz had a son named Obed, who was the father of Jesse, the father of David. Did you catch that? Rahab, the prostitute, the one who hid the two spies, went on to become the great-grandmother of King David. Now, if that's not amazing enough, Take a look at the genealogy of Jesus in Matthew 1, and guess who shows up? Rahab. That scarlet cord that was the hope of life for the two spies provided hope of life a second time. The next time it was for Rahab and her entire family after the incredible fall of Jericho. But that was not the end of God's plan. Next, we find that we are included in that scarlet line of hope because Rahab is not only included in Hebrews 11 with the Old Testament patriarchs of great faith, but she's also included in the genealogy of Jesus. Here's one of those whispers of Jesus found all the way back in the Old Testament. Isn't it amazing to consider that God would let us in on these details? That should give us hope. It gives us hope because of where it leads. If the story had stopped at the rescue of Rahab and her family, it would be a great story. But there's so much more God wants us to know. He wants us to know that she was not only rescued, but she went on to be an integral part of this incredible story, God's story. That scarlet cord leads us to Jesus, the one who came to our rescue through his atoning sacrifice. So when you think about Jesus coming as a baby, don't forget Rahab. Remind yourself how God chose to include her in his story and how we are all, in a sense, just like Rahab, ordinary people in need of an extraordinary God. Romans fifteen thirteen says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your word and for letting us in on the details of lives like Rahab's. Help us never forget that no matter what's happening around us, you are still the God of hope. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Let's Talk. Check out the BFC website where you'll find more information about the various ministries available for all ages at Bible Fellowship Church. Remember, come what may, rejoice in hope.